Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shaper Work podcast and for today's episode we have with us Mr. Bharat Rao who is the co-founder and CEO of Imobi. Hello Bharat, thank you for joining us. Thank you Archit for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So to begin with could you please take us through your career journey so far? Uh thank you Archit. Uh, so I've had the privilege of spending most of my working career in renewable uh, primarily starting with the renewable energy generation side of uh projects and i've actively uh, invested as well as uh, built uh, wind and solar generating uh, projects during the good old days when patent tariffs were attractive for investments into the sector and once uh, the government did realize that uh, generating energy from renewables is very feasible as well as commercially viable the government removed patent tariffs and moved towards reverse bidding where we now see tariffs being quoted significantly lesser than thermal power uh, that led to me rethinking about as a 27 year old rethinking about what i should be doing for the rest of my life and i figured if renewables are just about now becoming mainstream in energy generation energy storage and energy consumption of the renewable energy will play a significant role in the way forward and that's how emobi started for us in terms of building consumption of energy storage as well as consuming energy generated from renewables in a sustainable manner awesome and i must say um, as much as i've read about imobi i must say it's a very sort of like a very futuristic sort of an organization because considering that you know renewable sources of energy is coming into the picture so it's it really like i must i i'm sure it took you like a like a futuristic vision to be able to start something like that Uh, uh, yes that's it uh, thank you it's uh, primarily my background again from the renewable generation side uh, which uh, india still needs about 5 to 7% growth in energy year on year uh, from its base load just for its electricity uh, requirement and if we start transitioning to electric vehicles and all of us start buying by electric vehicles tomorrow we do not have enough electricity on the grid to charge it and grid power is the majority of it comes from coal and that is uh, not the cleanest source of power and that's where we look at uh, uh, emobi and electric mobility as not just a way of consumption but a way of integrating uh, renewable energy generation to storage to consumption and that's sort of the philosophy that we uh, follow at emobi and looking at various vehicle platforms to be able to capture and maximize renewable energy generation while we also deploy uh, electric vehicles for consumption of energy awesome so for board like these a few of the challenges that probably led to the foundation of imobi and um, um address these challenges i would also want to know this is right so um, i guess the biggest uh, country or company slash country globally is uh, china and china over a period of next uh, last 10 to 15 years has built core competencies and capabilities which uh, pretty 
significantly are ahead of most of the other economies in the electric mobility and energy storage space. And that makes it very easy to be dependent on the Chinese ecosystem rather than really innovating and starting a development ground up. And that was one of the key challenges which we faced in a, as a five-year-old startup. I think we do get asked quite often, why are you still not revenue generating? We are not because we're trying to build all the components, core components, ground up and capabilities in-house to be able to and not only uh, stay on pace with Chinese uh, counterparties, but also to be able to better build build better products for a better future. Awesome. So what are some of the cutting-edge products and services that Imobi offers in the electric vehicle industry? And how do you differentiate them from the existing solutions? Right. Um, so as Imobi, we took a conscious view of saying, let us first uh, look at those segments which uh, do have the highest uh, emissions associated with it and highest usage. And that primarily is always going to be a B2B segment where the vehicle is a way of uh, earning uh, wages or earning a livelihood is where the vehicles get used significantly more than where the vehicle is being used purely for commute. And that's where our focus as Mobi has been to primarily go after B2B operations and products suited for B2B market giving them an experience similar to the B2C kind of products that they use for B2B applications, but making it better by one, uh, making it cleaner, and two, also making it uh, more reliable without compromising on performance that they're used to on their ICE personal vehicles. And I think that's uh, a very strong foundation of what we believe in, which is to go after the B2B uh, customers and convert the product into a service as vehicle as a service with partners that we work with, or even the battery becomes the battery as a service with the partners that we are working with. Okay. So now I would love to know that how do you see the future of renewable energy, energy storage and electric vehicle industries evolving with time? And what role does Emobi play in the future landscape? Um, if you look at renewable energy as a whole, I think it's uh, very evident now that that is going to be the primary source of energy generation and incremental energy generation across the world. Uh, one, driven by economics, and second, driven by also the uh, current uh, state of affairs with our emissions uh, globally. And these drivers are something which are only helping further accelerate renewable on the generation side. However, purely because of the intermittent nature of renewables, energy storage becomes a very key part to replace uh, something like a thermal power plant where uh, you can run it at 90, 100% operating uh, efficiency versus uh, wind or solar plant, which would typically be between 16 to 20% operating efficiency. Uh, That differential will, one, require four times as many renewables and uh, each uh, X of renewables will require 4X of energy storage. And uh, the these two pieces are, would be the first pieces for us to solve, whereby then the grid is going to have a lot more of renewable energy for use in electric vehicles. So we think all three of them are interlinked and they're not independent problems uh, that have to be solved in silos, but sort of codependent problems that, uh, it should ideally be a mandate that every EV manufacturer should also be generating renewable energy to make sure that they're uh, sort of working towards the net zero future. Yeah, definitely. 
So if you have to describe Imobi's vision, I mean, where do you want to see Imobi evolving in like next five years? How would you describe that? Um, we see Imobi purely as an enabler of a vibrant community-based ecosystem, promoting decentralized renewable energy generation, storage and consumption within communities where uh, the communities would uh, build products and use those products as services within themselves. And I think that's the future that we're trying to build towards because not everything should be also grid connected. Uh, there are places, for example, Africa, which does not have la- large tracts of Africa, large con- number of com- uh, countries in Africa do not have uh, grids like we do in India or in more developed uh, countries. But it doesn't mean that uh, they should now invest in building grid-connected renewables and then build a grid. They can easily just skip all of that and uh, build community-based distributed renewable energy generation, storage, and consumption, which I believe would be a lot more efficient spend of capital than really investing in a large-scale grid. Uh, So there is going to be a future which will be uh, sort of going back to the olden days when um, I think Mr. Edison figured out that DC power and localized mini grids were probably an ideal way of generating and consuming power in a community. Awesome way to go for a movie. So uh, since it, it, you you know you're an entrepreneur of an organization which is currently so I mean, which is so relevant in today's time. So I would love to give uh, to take some piece of advices from you. Like what advice do you have for individuals or entrepreneurs? were interested in making like a positive impact in the renewable energy sectors? I guess that we should always start from the first principles and look at building core uh, competencies and capabilities first after identifying a clear pain point. And uh, it's more about, I think, sticking with what you're doing. It's not an easy journey to invest uh, time and effort. And that's where perhaps uh, uh, people like yourself who promote the startup ecosystem and interconnecting founders and co-networking with probably other companies in similar space. And uh, to, to that extent, not having to reinvent the wheel, but working with the right ecosystem partners would also be another way for uh, individuals and entrepreneurs to build careers. But I encourage uh, every young boy, girl, woman, man, uh, to look at uh, clean energy and new energy technologies because I firmly believe this is the transition which will take at least 50 to 100 years to play out and the opportunities uh, that we would be seeing uh, coming in the sector is just still very, very early at this stage. Yes, definitely. So thank you so much, Bharat, for taking time out of your schedule and coming over on this podcast and sharing your amazing point of views and discussing Imobi with us. It's my pleasure, Rachit. Thank you again for having me uh, on this podcast. It's been a pleasure to uh, have this conversation with you. Likewise, and thanks to our listeners for tuning into this episode.